TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Good Friday morning and welcome back to ChairShot Radio. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney and it feels good to be back right here on ChairShot Radio, which is on the ChairShot Radio Network, where you can find it, thechairshot.com, and we encourage you to always use your head. You can also find the ChairShot Radio Network, as you most likely already know, on all of your favorite streaming services. Check us out everywhere. Just put in ChairShot Radio Network, and our beautiful logo of one beautiful chair shot will come up, and you can listen to a plethora of podcasts. Three basically new podcasts every single day drop for you. Chairshot Radio every morning, you get a new podcast in the afternoon and a new podcast in the evening, right? It's just, it's something excellent every day. Three different venues of new content right there via Chairshot Radio Network. One last thing, folks, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chairshot. Pick yourself up a Chairshot t-shirt. It'll make you look more aesthetically pleasing, and it makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. Today... Diary of a Packer fan. I figured with all that's going on with Aaron Rodgers and me being a Packer fan for nearly four decades, I could give you a little insight as to, I'll start with my background as a Packer fan, but then as to my opinions on the whole Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers saga, we will call it, that's developed over the last, oh, 18 months or so, you could say. Now, let's start with me being a Packer fan. I'm lucky enough that as I became 10, 11, 12 years old, along came a man named Brett Favre. Now, I had watched Packer games before when I was 8, 9, 10, but it was basically you watch the beginning, you get bored, and it's Sunday afternoon, and you can go do whatever you want because everybody else is watching, the adults are watching the Packer game, right? But one Sunday, Don Mikowski goes down, and in comes Burt Favor. Burt Favor comes back and wins the game, and the rest is history, as you know. And most of what I remember from the beginning of Brett at quarterback was him getting screamed at by Mike Holmgren on the on the sideline, like consistently and consecutively. It was a sight. I, I, I can give you a story from early on in his career. Now, Brett was Brett and Chewy always hung out, and they'd come down to Milwaukee. And, you know, these are stories I heard. I wasn't personally, I was a little younger. I wasn't of age to be out partying at the time in the 90s. So... He's down at a bar in Milwaukee downtown, and he's dancing on top of the bar. And the bartender's like, hey, get off my bar. And so the story goes. And Brett looks down, he goes, do you know who I am? And the guy goes, I need you to get off the fucking bar. And Brett looks down, he goes, do you know who the fuck I am? 
and Chewie's down there too, laughing it up. And the bartender looks up and goes, yeah, you're the guy that threw 28 interceptions last year. Get off my fucking bar. <laughs> so to say that Brett was not struggling in the beginning, but wasn't also charismatic is, is just something that happened simultaneously and a great mentor and coach in Mike Holmgren. I mean, talk about a good pairing of coach and player. Those two guys, when they clicked, they clicked, you know, and, and before Favre broke into being Brett Favre, it was crazy because a lot of people would say he just needs to get hit one time in the pocket, right? He gets, he gets that one hit and then he's awake and he's ready to go and he's, but some of the things he did and, and he really brought back championship football to Green Bay, which had not had it except for, a, you know, a few fleeting seasons in the playoffs in the 80s, I think, but not since Bart Starr had stopped quarterbacking and Vince Lombardi who stopped coaching in the, in the 60s, I believe it was, late 60s. So you had a good 20-some years of just mostly bad football. I mean, not a lot of people talk about Bart Starr as a coach of the Green Bay Packers. Didn't go so well. And a lot of that had to do with decisions made because, you know, the Packers aren't owned by a uh, owner. They're owned by the the city and the state and, and pretty much everything else and the people of Wisconsin. But there's still a board that runs the Green Bay Packers. It's not like... We're up there casting our vote, you know, uh, how much hot dogs should be at, at Lambeau Field. But the problem is when that board that's trying to do what's best for the Green Bay Packers as an organization interferes with what's best for a general manager or a team president on the field, that's kind of where they got lost. And, and when Lombardi was here, he kind of told those guys, get out of my room. I got the football. You got everything else. Right. And that kind of went away until you developed into a, a, a little bit better situation with like Ron Wolf and things of that nature and, and, and bringing in Holmgren and making moves and trading for Brett Favre. You know, a lot of great moves were made. Re- getting Reggie White to come to Green Bay as a free agent, just unbelievably unheard of that no one thought he would come here, but he believed in Ron Wolf and Mike Holmgren and he believed in Brett Favre. And the rest is history, right? I mean, three MVPs for him. Back-to-back Super Bowl appearances. I remember watching the first Super Bowl with my dad. I remember watching the second Super Bowl they lost with our friends playing cards. And we're like, there's no way they're going to lose this game. Even to the end, the last drive, we're like, yeah, they'll score a touchdown and win in overtime. They were that good for so long. But kudos to the Broncos. And then you had a couple of down years transitioning into coaches. Mike Sherman was never that great of a coach. But then along comes Mike McCarthy and the exit Brett Favre which maybe foreshadows what we could be seeing with Aaron Rodgers, right? So Rodgers had played a couple good games, and they decided we got to go with him. And I don't I don't know that we disagreed at the time that Rodgers wasn't going to be good. I don't think anybody thought he'd be one of the best ever. But a lot of the people, myself included, were like, well, if Favre wants to play, just keep him here and let him play. But they traded him, and you know how that story goes. He ends up with the Vikings, the whole rivalry. I mean, throws the interception against New Orleans. You've, I've played the classic play-by-play call from the Vikings announcer, you know. Uh, but but Brett was still playing at a high level, but then along comes Aaron, and then Aaron, very early in his career, takes us to the Super Bowl with great leaders on that team. Donald Driver and Charles Woodson don't get enough credit for the leadership that they brought as players on that Super Bowl team when Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. Kevin Green, the late Kevin Green, was was a linebacker's coach there, and he coached him up pretty good. Clay Matthews made some big plays on defense, but that was a team that 
had a bend but don't break defense that made plays and got big sacks when they needed to. So then you lead it into the years of Mike McCarthy not re-renovating his playbook, running out the same old song and dance, and the Packers get very vanilla, and it becomes difficult to see why does Aaron Rodgers hold on to the ball so long? You know, maybe he should try to throw, be more reckless like Favre. We could afford a few more interceptions, but that, that wasn't the case. So now here we are, three MVPs later, much like Brett Favre, and one Super Bowl. Two years removed from Mike McCarthy. Two years with Lafleur, which, I mean, 26 wins and back-to-back NFC Championship appearances. What more could you really ask for except for the win those games? They were never really in the San Francisco game. I don't, I don't believe that what, a year and a half ago or two years ago, whatever. They should have beat the Bucks. That was bad coaching. And I'm not just talking about the decision to kick the field goal. I mean, throughout the game, the play before halftime, that's just utterly unacceptable. And it pretty much cost the defensive coordinator his job. At the time, it cost the cornerback his job, we thought. But it looks like King's going to be back this year. But it probably doesn't going to look like a starting role. I mean, they, they went corner in the first round. So... That brings us to the time of Packers drafting Jordan Love last year and Aaron Rodgers becoming upset with that, or apparently upset with that, or or upset with not being told about it, right? I mean, I guess at some point, I mean, I listened to an interview with Brett Favre yesterday. Pardon me. Sip of water for the working man. Shout out to Uncle Steve. Got to get me a, I haven't had a Broken Skull IPA in a while. Got to grab one of those. You talk about Jordan Love. I don't know if he's ready to go. And and I was mentioning the interview I listened to with Brett Favre, and he said, you know, getting, when they finally drafted Aaron, I thought to myself, well, it's about time, you know. I mean, it's 16 years. So maybe it isn't about Jordan Love per se, or drafting a quarterback, but maybe it's, I I mean, the biggest regret I think I heard Ron Wolf say is that he didn't surround Brett Favre with more talent, and it seems like almost the same thing happens to Aaron Rodgers. They're so worried about making the defense better, and it never really vaults them into that type of team where a defense can really win you games. More or less, the Packers just have a solid defense and guys that can make plays. But when you have Aaron Rodgers, you know you're in it every year. You know you're in every game because the guy doesn't make mistakes. He's to me, he's the greatest. He's the he's the best quarterback ever, right? And Patrick Mahomes could surpass that, but he he hasn't played enough years yet. I'm not saying that he 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 can't or he won't, but he hasn't played. Like if he stopped now, you would say, well, look at the short window. Oh, it was amazing, but right, like Rodgers has done this for over a decade. And, and the funny thing is, is the, the MVPs are spaced out too, right? He just got better with age. So what are my thoughts on what should the Packers do? What are my thoughts on Aaron Rodgers as a fan? What are my opinions on this entire situation we're in? Now that I've kind of gone over my history as being a Packer fan and how I've seen everything over the years and when I started watching and things of that nature, I'm going to take a quick break and I will give you my opinion on the Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers saga when we return.
Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, ChairShot Radio, on a Friday morning, getting ready to enjoy your weekend. Hope you had your coffee, grab some eggs, a granola bar, I don't know, something on the way out of the house. Eat something. Have a yogurt, a box of raisins, a banana, a crepe, a waffle, a falafel. I, I got nothing else to rhyme with that. That, that could have been awful. Now it is. Officially, we'll stop right there. <laughs> ChairShot Radio, right here, ChairShot Radio Network. TheChairShot.com, always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Grab a t-shirt. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. The Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers saga. My opinion as a Packer fan on the situation. Well, To put it simply, if he doesn't want to be here, then get rid of him. Now you're saying that that's pretty simplistic. Like, that's that's kind of obvious answer, right? Like, how do I... I'm a fan forever of the Green Bay Packers. Like, I've watched every single Packer game since maybe bar a, a couple because of work or, or travel and maybe listen to it on the radio. I remember a couple fishing trips coming back, listening to it on the radio on the way home. But watched, like, 90 plus percent of the Green Bay Packers game since Brett Favre took over as starting quarterback in early 90s. That's a lot of years of watching the Green Bay Packers. I I don't know. I don't know the whole story. Like, I guess, is Aaron Rodgers kind of being bitchy? He signed a contract and he's crying over spilt milk and it's not his job to be the general manager? Yeah. Could the Green Bay Packers maybe cater better to an MVP quarterback that's still in the prime of his career? And the you know, second best player in the league still. Yeah. Uh, but is that going to happen? I don't know. All the signs point to he's not coming back. Would I be surprised if he did come back? No. Would that be the first thing on my wish list that magically everything would be okay again and the Green Bay Packers would be quarterback by Aaron Rodgers next year? Obviously, I think that's what everybody wants. But the signs point to he'll be quarterbacking for an AFC team next year or the Packers are just going to be like, yo, you can just, you can sit there. We're not going to trade you. We're, we're not. We're we're gonna. We, we have you under contract, and you can retire, right? And if you retire, you owe us thirty million dollars, and we're going to fine you fifty thousand dollars every time you don't show up to stuff you're supposed to be at, starting at mandatories. That's the that's the reality of the situation. Now, <clears throat> I know the Packers are looking for bringing another quarterback for pra- uh, upcoming uh, voluntary workouts and things of that nature. And the mandatory workouts possibly as well. Plus, they only have two quarterbacks on their roster. So they need more arms at these things anyway, especially if Rodgers doesn't show up. Now, does he show up? That'd be really interesting, right? June 1st is the day. They can basically cut the number over by 17. I think they get 21 million or 17 to 21 million back on the cap this year if they wait till after June 1st. So nothing's going to happen until then. I don't know. Get it over with quickly. I, I don't want to see more long, drawn-out bullshit. We've we've had that with Brett Favre in his retirement. No offense, Brett. We're all over it now. We love you. You're back. It's great. And someday Aaron will come back too, whether it's this next year or 20 years from now, because he's always going to be a Green Bay Packer. He's won three MVPs here. He's the reason that there's the whole title town thing up in Green Bay. 
Brett Favre is the reason that the renovation happened at Lambeau. You know, I mean, these, these guys are linked to the Packers forever, no matter what happens. Where do I think Aaron Rodgers goes? Definitely not the NFC. If the Packers are going to trade him, he's not going to go to the NFC. The Broncos sound like a likely spot. I wouldn't mind a straight-up trade for Russell Wilson, just considering I think maybe Rodgers is a tiny, slight bit better than Russell Wilson, right, overall. But Wilson's pretty damn good, and he's a little bit younger. So there's that. Who knows? Honestly, if I had to bet my money on any situation, it's the fact that the Packers are going to sit there and make him sit and just move on. And that would be the end of it. So maybe he would be out for a year, and then he'd get to come back again. I don't know. I don't know. I just want him to get it over with. So there's my opinion as a Green Bay Packer fan. I, I hope you enjoyed listening today. You can follow me at PC Tunney. Make sure you're listening to everything on Chairshot Radio Network. And there's just more great stuff to come. I know, uh, speaking of sports, Patrick O'Dowd and Dave Ungar, Chairshot Radio Sunday morning will be more NHL talk. And boy, oh boy, everything going on between the Rangers and the Capitals. If you don't know, Google it. They've been fighting, and the regulation of the NHL sport has been poor, and I'm sure they're going to get to that. So that's a one you're not going to want to miss. That's Sunday morning with Dave Ungar and Patrick O'Dowd right here on ChairShot Radio on the ChairShot Radio Network. I want to thank you once again for tuning in. Follow me at PC Tony. Check everything out at ChairShot Media, thechairshot.com. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Have a good weekend. Always use your head. Chairshot.com. Always use your head.